You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Run It Back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Run It Back. I'm your host, Jasmine Halliburton, and joining with me is none other than John the Shape Bro, giving you the good old points down. Man, talk about doing this show after beating Texas. Just feels right in my spirit. Was able to do it when volleyball swept the mugs and Morgan family arena, and I get to do it again today. It just, it just feels different. It just feels right, John. It, it can't get any it can't get any better than this, Jasmine. Can't get any better. I mean, I've been I'm all decked up, de- decked all, and all this gear that I have because I have such a uh, I have just a, a hatred towards Texas, unlike any other team. I mean, it, it's it's up there with it, it's up there with Kansas and Missouri. Don't get, I mean, but they tried to destroy a conference. Any any team that beats Texas at this point, I am so happy. Uh, I even have a shirt on here. I'll I'll try and move it real quick. Um, but it's like an eat beef, eat beef. Uh, man, man. Texas, of course. Uh, I think I got it during one of the baseball games or handing it out. But uh, nonetheless, uh, yeah, any win, any win over Texas is a win. It's a monumental win. That's for that's for certain. Now, nah, John got the goods. He's decked out with the hat, the shirt, the any bitty miniature Texas Longhorn helmet that he made sure. To hold upside down because there's no other way to hold a longhorn than upside down. And like I told him, if he can balance that on his head for any portion of the show, I will be more than impressed. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, that'll work just like that. Just the man just can't move for the remainder of the show, and he can do that to the uh, best. Yeah, good, good, good luck with it. <laughs> but not for real though. For real though, yesterday on Saturday, this was a ranked matchup. Bono we mono. Texas came in number 10. Kansas State came in number 12. Should they have been higher than number 12? Absolutely. And every single Wildcat fan will tell you that. Only people who don't seem to listen are the wrong people who have a vote in the AP poll. But that's either here or there at this very moment because we don't get to that second. All right. But still, K-State beating, uh, honestly, a really good Texas team. A really good Texas team without Roy Harmon. It's still a really good Texas team. Almost, John, almost. Oh. It just fell. Um, but a really good Texas team. And they ended up beating them 61-58. to 58. And as I was watching this game, John, as I was watching this game, I'm like, you know what? This Texas team is better than Iowa to me. <laughs> they're like, they're watching them. They are so much better than Iowa. Obviously, K-State uh, is 1-1 one one against Iowa this season. And so far, God willing, they meet them again in uh in March, but I was I was looking because Iowa is a, essentially a one man band with Caitlin Clark, which all like that's and that's a good that's not a bad thing when you have a baller like Caitlin Clark. Yeah, she's going to be your feature player one through five. However way you can get her the ball is what you're going to do. That's the game plan. Write it up, send her out there. Ain't no problems with that because she's the best player in the country. All right. But when you have a team like Texas, that is that is really good. They have multiple good players where they're not. You don't have to. You're not focusing on just one player. Each one of those players out on the court can give you buckets. We saw that with Madison Booker. She was hitting out buckets yesterday, and it seemed like she was just about unstoppable, right? 
Like that's it. Every single one of them can give you a chance to hand like to hand out some buckets. And they did that. That's why I think that Texas is like this. It's a better team. Will it go down in the stat sheet as a better win than beating Iowa? No, no, it won't. Because that's the team that was in the national championship last year. And that's the team that does have the best player in the country right now. Yeah, it's true. But overall, the roster, I think that Texas was a better team to beat. And I think uh, you got to point this point point this out as well, Jasmine. They're by far more physical than any other team that we saw in this schedule, Agreed. because we saw several low scoring quarters in this game. It was very physical. And kudos to K State. You know, by halftime, they limited Texas to thirty to just thirty two percent, and then and then after the final sixty minutes of the game, or Oh, actually, I take my back. 40 minutes of a game since it's 10, 10, uh, 10, four, uh, 10 minutes, four quarters of 10 minutes. It, it's been a long morning. I mean, the, the faucet is cold. You know, you, it's, it's that time of the year. Uh, yeah. But but um, even, K, I mean, even with Texas showing strong physicality with all their playmakers, K-State responded back, giving them their own. It was a dogfight from the, from the start to the end. Um, you know, Texas averages 88 and a half points per game and K-State limited them to just 58 and Texas for that matter. I mean, this, this was not a high scoring game by all means for K-State sakes, but you know, you were kind of in unfamiliar territory at certain points because you were down in the first quarter by, by a pretty significant amount. I mean, six or seven, you could still come back to, but it looked as if Texas was kind of opening the gap a little bit. And then K-State made the plays necessary after a Jeff mini timeout, and they just start clicking. Of course, Vizayana Walker buzzer beater at the end of the third quarter, which was insane, and it really all culminated towards the fourth quarter, where it just looked like K-State wanted it more than Texas, just all around. Whether it was just the speed, the athleticism, just the physicality inside, it looked like K-State was just wanting it way more than what Texas has bargained for. And it's crazy because I know when at that time when K-State was down, like this was down like what, six, seven points. And this was a game to where points are hard to come by. Really? It's like, this was a game that had what, 12, 12 lead changes and 11 ties in this mm-hmm. game. No, like no, no one is, was able to pull away whatsoever because like K-State and Texas are the, are the one and two best defensive teams in the Big 12. There they are at one and, they're, and Texas is at two. Okay. And this was like, like you said, like offense is like it is hard to come by. It was it was neck and neck tight the entire time. So when Texas got up like like what six seven points, I want to say just past midway through the third quarter, four K State ended up getting on like eleven and no run going into the at the to the start of the fourth quarter. That's one of those things like. Dang! Any other time, this might not have been. It's not a, might not have been the game for K State, but they already went through a game similar to this against Iowa, bringing them back up because first time playing them around, it was another. It was another. It was another dogfight. It was a game with multiple lead changes. It was a game that had multiple ties, and at some point, Iowa was up, I think, five or seven in a game where points were so hard to come by, and then K State was able to get on a run. It's the fact that they've seen this before. They've seen this movie before. Yes, I do think that Texas is a much more physical team than I would. Like, 10 times out of 10, Texas is way more physical. They were playing man defense crazy. They were in your space constantly. Every time you picked up your dribble, you were stuck. 
you were stuck until somebody literally had to come bail you out. And that's why we had a lot of, you know, late, late in the shot clock, you know, shot attempts, right? And something like some worked out, some didn't. That's just what kind of game that it was. But the fact that they are able to get this, to get that lead back after being down seven and going on this run into the fourth quarter where they never gave up that lead again, it was just something different. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with you there, Jasmine. And and I think another thing to point out as well, I mean, you want to talk about uh, talk about that Iowa game all the way back in November. I mean, you got to point point out that I was all the way back in November. K-State has had a slew of Big 12 opponents uh, uh, come and go here or there where K-State is just, uh, just, just, I mean, they, well, typically the first quarters start off very slow. And K-State, for the matter, against Texas, they started pretty fast, but they were able to pull away uh, and win by double j- digits. And I think this is probably the first team that we've seen uh, in, in on, on K-State's schedule since the Iowa game where it's really gone down to the line. And, and you know, both teams are making a whole lot of tremendous defensive stops, especially with Texas where they were just, I mean, they were guarding the hell out of the inbounds uh, 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 just constantly. Um, it, it is a very, it was a very, very aggressive defense uh, that the Longhorns displayed on the court. And, you know, I mean, it, I mean, it was so physical to a point where, I mean, you were just seeing several injuries occur, especially towards the end of a game. Of course, Gabby Gregory, uh, yeah. hope she is doing a lot better. Um, and hopefully she's able to get, uh, hopefully she's good to go for TCU on Wednesday. It looked as if it was a rolled ankle, but, um, you know, several other players from Texas as well. Aoka Lee inside was getting banged up and the officials were, uh, blind as a bat, just 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 trying to figure figure out where where they are and where their positioning is. Uh, I mean, there was no fouls called inside the paint, just from what I was able to uh, just from what I was able to tell, um, for that matter as well. So, I mean, it was it was a hard fought. It was I mean, maybe smash mouth isn't the best word. I mean, you would typically you'd say that in, in football terms, but I mean, the teams are just going at it. They were just going at it. Wherever the ball was, um, they were just going to completely play crowded defense all over you the entire game. I mean, this is the type of game we knew was going to happen. Like, we like we knew these are the two best defensive teams in the Big 12. We knew that Texas did have the offensive power, but once again, going up against a K-State defense who, who only gave up six more than 60 points to one team, and that was just the Iowa the second time around. That was once ago, like what, a month and a half ago, maybe even two months ago was the last time they gave up more than 60 points to a team, I think. And it's, it's, I guess, like, what's the best way to put this? Because once again, this was not a great offensive performance by K-State. You know, that typical offense is not their strongest point. They're still early in the season. It's already gotten better from where the first couple games, you know, started with their offense and where they are now. But defense travels, then. It doesn't matter where you are. If you are home, if you are away, if you're at a neutral site, this defense is going to travel. Sometimes the ball doesn't go your way. Sometimes it bounces off the rim a different way. Sometimes offensively, you just might not have it. One thing that you can rely on every single time is that damn defense and that damn gap go. All right? That's something that's going to show up every single time. It does not matter who is in front of you. Because when you can, when you can play defense one through five, and you got a deep enough bench like K State has, who also is committed to playing defense. There is not a there's not a team in front of you that you think that can't like you cannot beat. It truly isn't because this is 
this is someone like yeah, John. How you mentioned before, Texas is averaging what eighty? I looked it up. They're averaging eighty-six point eight points per game. K State keeping them under 60, 58 points in this game yesterday against the best defense in the country. Mm-hmm. Just one, like just barely point, like a tenth of a point behind South Carolina is the best, you know, scoring defense in the country. Right. This is something that's just I see continuing throughout this entire season, and it's not letting up. I, I I agree. I think, you know, limiting their, their second, especially their second chances as well, because do you want to talk about just with the size and the advantage that K-State has in the, in the post with Aoka Lee? You want to also talk about several of the players that Texas was able to put out on the court. They were just, uh, I mean, they had two, three people surrounding Aoka Lee. They were able to buy some several buckets as well. And I think, I mean, limiting their second chances were big. They were a physical very long team and they they can put up and they can put up lineups out there that are just extremely difficult um i mean you're just trying to match up uh, with who you're trying to match up against and sometimes part of it doesn't pan out as well but you know it's you gotta dig deep you gotta battle down there and then battle for extra positions get several rebounds um Especially when it comes to late, uh, uh, later minutes, because uh, I mean, especially when when it's down when the game's down on the line, and if you're if you're a, if you're a home team, you're up by two or three points. You want to get that extra possession to kind of waste some time, kill some clock, do do a damn thing like that. Um, but K State K State showed a lot of physicality, not just I mean I mean just what's the best way to put this. I would say, well, it did, at certain points it looked ugly, but limited the, the it, it limited the possessions that that helped K State on the upper end for that matter as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. And before we get to more info about this game against Texas, one of the biggest wins of the season so far for K State. Got to hit. Got to touch on home field apparel, y'all. It's cold outside. If y'all been able to tell. It's- Across the country, it's cold in Kansas, cold in Missouri. I don't care where the hell you are, it is cold. So please hit up home field apparel, get you some hoodies, get you some sweaters, whatever you feel like you need that has K State on it or any school for that matter to help keep you warm in this negative degree weather. Please, I encourage you to do so. Hit up homefieldapparel.com and we'll be right back on Run It Back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app, find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. 
Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back. And now we're going to keep, keep moving on this game against Texas. Once again, horns all the way down first and foremost. But just to show you just how this is the hottest team in Manhattan right now. We know this. We've been new this. But knowing that, one, we had legends in the building yesterday in Bramlage Coliseum. We had Cheryl Swoops, WNBA legend Cheryl Swoops in Manhattan, Kansas yesterday to talk about K-State Clements basketball against number 10 Texas. And we gave her a show. We gave her a damn show. We gave her an audience. We gave the team an audience. Like we pleaded, like we begged the entire week for y'all to show up for this game. And y'all did it. Yo, no, get it. Seven, seven thousand deep, John. Seven thousand strong. I was working the video board show, and there was a lot of people there. A lot of people there, and there was an. I mean, there was another stat that big, big, uh, that big threw out during the second half. Uh, would be with the seven thousand people attending the game. K State has officially surpassed two million fans. For women's basketball games since Bramlage opened its doors in the late 1980s. A part of me is like, dang, that number should have been surpassed. Been, um, it should be surpassed. Yeah. I agree. But hey, I mean, the, the fans needed to, the fans needed to do to show up in the freezing cold. I mean, you also had the you had the men's basketball team happening uh, just like right afterwards. So several concerns there, of course. But Chiefs were playing. Uh, but the, the the exclusive streaming game on Peacock, it, that was a hot mess on its own. But you want to know what wasn't a hot mess? Uh, the the fan support. I mean, the sand. I mean, sandstorm was blaring. But K State went on an 11-0 run uh, late in the game. It was it was insane. The phone lights were on. Uh, they were just doing sandstorm. It, that was awesome. Wow, I I can even see the colors flashing. Like you see light light dark. Sorry. I, I I got ADD. Anyways, um, but I mean, it, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not just the the crowds uh, making many milestones. I mean, you want to talk about multiple records being shattered, and uh, especially from one Aoka Lee, mm-hmm. the second active Division One women's basketball player to reach two thousand career points and one thousand rebounds. Who I, I I gotta look up who who the other person uh, other player is. It's certainly not Kaylin Clark. I'll give you that. Uh, uh, yeah, she can never reach those those numbers. Uh, I mean, also all time block shots record at K State as well, two hundred eighty three. She was able to surpass surpass that as well. So, I mean, many many milestones were broken uh, on Saturday against the Horns. What better way to do it against Texas? By the way, is like wow. I'm telling you, a little, a little bit of send-off to make sure. Get your behinds out of Bramless Coliseum once and for all. I understand the all-time record does not go our way. But when you get the last laugh, you get the last laugh, and ain't nothing you can do to change that. All right, y'all go home. That, that, y'all go that's to the, the SEC. That's the, that's the eternal scoreboard. 
eternal the scoreboard. The eternal scoreboard. Y'all go, y'all go ahead, go to the SEC. I think they'll be you know, top three team in the SEC when they get there. So you can always point ahead. up, hey, look at the scoreboard. You lost. We lost. We're sitting here packing uh, with a big fat L. Only thing that would make this sweeter if they uh, were able to hand them a loss in uh, in Austin as well when they play them again next month. No. Everything you got to see. We'll get better by then. They'll get better by then. I expect another dog fight. And you know what? That's kind of what I want. Because you know why? Dog fights happen in March. And the more dog fights you can get before then, the better you prepared you will be by the time you get ready to do do some do some March Madness runs. So that's what I want. I want I want that fight. I want that challenge for them. You know, I'm not playing. I'm sitting on my couch watching this. But I'm shouldn't. Well, while while we're on the subject of March in regards to how close we are and where things stand right now in the basketball landscape, no other team can say they have 17 wins besides Jeff Mitty's squad in K-State women's basketball. Not any women's basketball team, not any men's basketball team for that matter. That's just K-State. That's just K-State. They have the most wins. 17 wins Nobody else can relate. Um, we're recording this on a Sunday, so yeah, I, I get to brag about that. Um, and while so, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing whatever excuses VAP voters have now. Uh, like I, I tweeted that I, I called them out yesterday. I was like, mm-hmm. Come on, I mean, you get you saw the results. One of them's even a North Carolina person. He he even even he is blind to see where K State is at because they beat the bricks off of North Carolina. This team deserves a top ten. Honestly, they should be in the discussion of being uh considered in the top five if we're not if we're all being honest. Look here, man. They they have not updated the the rankings yet. I assume they will do that on Monday because there's a few other teams that need to play today. But there is there is absolutely Zero, zero damn reason for K-State to not be ranked in the top 10 by Monday afternoon. And now, there is and not I, a damn reason whatsoever because Baylor was ranked number four. They lost well, twice since these rankings last came out. Mm-hmm. They like they have lost twice. Okay, if that ain't enough to move us up into the top 10, I don't understand. I, and I saw, you know what? Something tells me, something tells me they're going to move us to like to the top 10. And I feel like that's still that's still too low. You know, you know, I got my wish for top ten. You know but what? Maybe, I maybe, still think they're going to be petty and just put it right at ten. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise because maybe uh, the reason why the women's basketball team is 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 playing red hot is because they are because they're playing mad, uh, mad that they're not in the top ten. I mean, we talked about it as well. But te- Texas, the Texas game was the prove-it game on whether or not you're top 10. And even, even if K-State lost at Texas, I think this team is still a top 15. It's, it's a top 15 uh, uh, women's basketball team, for that matter, as well. But you beat Texas. You beat Iowa. You beat several other teams as well, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. Like, you got it. Like, I mean, what, what, yeah, I... What 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 else is there for me to say? They've done their job. Well, They've done their job. It's now time for the players to do theirs. I'm just like there. What like what else do you want them to do at this very point in time? Literally, what else? They're 17 and one. 
right? Like this is the best record that Coach has, Coach Mini has had coaching K State. They're seventeen and one. You said it before, John. They literally have the best record in men's or women's basketball team right now. Or at least check, check that the most wins for any men's and women's basketball team right now at this very point in time on this Sunday morning on January 14, 2024. They have the most wins right now. The only loss came from Iowa. Iowa, who's ranked number three right now, they are at what? Uh, I think maybe 16-1. Yes, they're at 16-1. Their only loss came to us, and our only loss came from them. Okay? But yet, they're ranked number three. We're ranked number 12. We'll keep moving and grooving between 12 and, like, 14. I don't know. Some bull. Some bull job that these AP voters are doing in partners' rankings. Like, look here. The, the material. Look at the material. It's right in front of your damn faces. The only thing y'all seem to be looking at is the logo. All right? Y'all looking at these logos. Y'all looking at name brands. Y'all looking at all of that except for the facts right in front of your damn face. Y'all don't put us. I want nothing. I want nothing lower than nine. Honestly, I mean, I mean, look, look, I mean, look. K State women's basketball is doing their job. At they're, they're, they're just playing the women's basketball games uh, that's on their schedule. All right, you and I, we're doing our job because we're because I mean, because unlike Jeff Mitty, we're uh, us two, we're advocating so tremendously for K State to be able to top ten. Uh, and the AP, AP voters aren't doing anything. That's really what's what's setting this country back. It's just like, come on, come on. Oh we used to be a proper country. We used to be a proper country. I'm just saying, man. Like, like the material. I'm just going, and I'm going to roll through that material like again, like because Yoki, when you met, like you told about all the record breaking things she did in that just this very game alone with all those fans in attendance. She could be breaking more and a lot more fans in attendance with the roads and the weather permits. There is no excuse to be lower than 7,000 from this point on. Oh, yeah, I'm touching back on that again because it's a long season, all right? But Yoki doing what she did, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 4 blocks, a steal, and an assist. Fourth player to score 2,000 points in K-State history, leader in block shots, ninth in Big 12 history. That was her 55th career double-double. Boom, all that was seen from the 7,000 strong. Cool. There will be more, all right? And then once again, looking at, at more material, Serena Sundell, she's a candidate for being one of the top players in the country. What she have? 12.6 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, and a block. The block that was a huge block in that game, it kept, it kept that game for, it was what? It was 45-43, to 43, Texas was up to. That one block, her only block of the game, led to her assists as Iana Walker almost, almost like cross half court from where she was. Half the floor, boom, Zina Walker hits that shot to go up one when that was a wide open layup that she blocked for them. Like, that was like, what is that? That was like a five point swing. Yeah, it was that moment alone. Five point swing. <clears throat> and, yep. and a close game like this, a five point swing like that, I can't, I can't even tell you how big that was. I, I mean, look, I mean, everybody, well, I mean, this is, this is no shot towards Diana Walker by the slightest. She made an incredible three, but that play was 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 choreographed by by Serena Sundell. Not only did she come away for block, she came away with 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 the with the rebound. Well, is it a rebound or steal from that matter? She came away with a block. She was able to possess the ball, and then she just launches one right near half court, gets it to Zayana Walker, makes one Texas player miss. She jukes him. 
and all of a sudden she just lets one rain for three and then uh just chaos chaos just chaos in bramwich it was so loud in there honestly the clip of that of that um serena block to the serena pass to zayana walker for her shooting and draining a 30-footer I cannot tell you how many times I've watched that clip just to hear the sound of the crowd. The sound of the crowd when she blocked it, boom, all right, blocked a wide open shot that would have gotten Texas up five, what, four at that point? Yeah. Uh, block shot, yeah. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. Four. Yeah, they would have gotten about the four at that point, but then that shot right there, the hype of the crowd, the hype of the team, the hype of the coaches. I like when I rewatch this stuff, I'm looking at I'm looking at all the coaches. I'm looking at Jeff Mitty, throw his hands up in the air. Like, yeah, I'm looking at the players and I'm looking at the assistant coaches. I'm looking at everybody. And it seemed like that momentous point of the game, it seemed like it hurt Texas more than it helped K-State, if that may, if that makes any sense. Cause then when I tell you when we just talked about before, when this was a game. It was pound for pound. It was bucket for bucket. It was 12 ties, 11 lead changes for three whole quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, you said, like, Texas ain't never touched the lead again. Like, that like that was the that was the whole bit. When you, like, you had three quarters of them going pound for pound, man for man, bucket for bucket. Then that moment happened right there. Obviously, fueled K-State, but it seemed like it just about deflated Texas. And I never thought I'd hear that about a Texas team. Mm-hmm. Because like when you when you look at it, like um, Madison Booker, Madison Booker from Texas, one a freshman by the way, number thirty five, ironically wearing KD's number, right? She's gonna be a problem. Like in like in years to come, she is going to be a problem. But luckily, she's not gonna be our problem no more. Okay, because she was handing she was she was handing the cats buckets, especially in that third quarter. That's why it's so needed. But when they were like, she was really their only their only source of offense at that point in time. Cats started to D up on them more. They started to come in with a zone. I think at the start of the at the start of the third quarter, per se, count on one hand how many times they switched the zone this season. But that's still besides the point. It's that moment right there, the energy that K State had from that shot, locking up more on defense. That kind of sense. I don't want to. I don't want to fully know if I want to fully call it panic from the Texas side offensively, because just nothing, nothing was going for them at that point in time. And so it was just that. It was that moment right there that seemed to hurt Texas way more than it helped. K-State, at least in my eyes, on how they started to play after that. I think, honestly, it just goes down to this. The more, the more things that were benefiting K-State late in the game, but late, late in the game, the more pressure uh, that pretty much caused Texas to fold. I, I, that's really one of my indications. I mean, they, they were able to so, somewhat get themselves back into the contest. I mean, they had an opportunity and a chance to tie it. Uh, in the final 15 seconds of the game, but just the shot didn't go their way. K-State was able to get it, but yeah, at the time, it did look like K-State was benefiting off of several Texas miscues, and at the same time, K-State was able to use that as a huge opportunity or a or or an opportunity in terms of leverage, and just in terms of dri- driving it inside, dishing it inside to Ayoka Lee, uh, really putting the finishing touches on it as well. And, and and really, I kind of want to go back to the defensive uh, to the defensive effort as well. The Longhorns featured four players averaging double figures in scoring, and and averaging double figures in scoring. Four of them. 
those are Taylor Jones and Madison uh, Booker for Texas. Uh, Taylor Jones only had two points. Two points. And then Madison Booker, she had she led the team with 23 for that matter as well. But uh, she was she along with Aliyah Moore. They were really kind of, like kind of a real really the ones giving K State the most amount of problems. I mean, K State did their part defensively. Like I mentioned, they, I mean, they limited Texas to, I believe, it might be a season low with 58 points. Time will tell. I haven't looked at the stats as clearly as I thought I would, but you know what? Um, when you're able to put out that kind of defensive effort against Texas, um, especially with a Texas team where they have a lot of high-powered shooting, a lot of high-powered physical, athletic I can. I don't even know what what the best way of saying it. Physical, athletic effort from all contributions, the amount of weapons that they can rely on. A lot of them were shut down. A lot of them were shut down, and K State used every opportunity to uh, to capitalize uh, on their end, especially late in the contest. Yeah, and John, I just I just looked at a, a Texas's record in the games they played in their wins. Yeah, this fifty eight points is their lowest on the season. Their I think their lowest prior to that was 70 yeah if i'm looking at i'm looking at these right their lowest output output in in any game this season was 70 and they're at 58 once again like i said that defense travels that's why i think that as a team overall texas is so much better than iowa because like you said john they have a lot of players that will give you buckets and there is a and there is at least two of them that did give us buckets fairly consistently right but they were able to shut that down and and it was contribute um contributing from every single player because I know when Gabby went down the second time like once again I hope I hope she's okay I hope she's you know able to come back if she needs a game or two I think I'm very confident in this team and the depth of this team that they'd be able to hold uh, hold it down until she like until she comes back because Gabby is typically guarding like the the second tallest player on the floor it seems like she's the toughest player on the floor at all times okay so if she can come back quickly, that would that would be great. But when you have Zion Walker coming in for, when you have Gisela Sanchez coming in for, Gisela Sanchez actually blocked that three point attempt that would look like an air ball for Texas when they when they were down three, the chance to tie the game. Gisela actually got it. She got she got a piece of that. Yeah, she was able to get a piece of that. So she like in the, so she really is the defensive hero because I don't don't recall the name of the girl who. With the shot attempt, I'm looking at it real quickly here. It might have been Shaley Gonzalez. They didn't have a lot of three-point shooters, but I think that that player specifically, her bread and butter is the three-point shot, right? And she made and she made one uh, earlier in that fourth quarter to make it just a smidge tighter before, and, and it, it would have been from that same exact spot if she was able to drain it. But you had Gisela Sanchez with the closeout able to tip that. Cause that to be an air ball. Cause I think Aaliyah Moore to try to chase the ball to 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 flip it out of bounds, and that's yeah. when it went to Zayna Walker able to get across half court. With, I think what maybe four seconds left to go in the game. That's how it was. It was another player, a good player who had a chance to tie the game up for Texas because they have those type of players. Once again, that defense travel. Once again, that bench came through. Gisela Sanchez, she didn't have her game offensively, but defensively, when she needed to, she did what she had to do. Simple as that. 
And really, I mean, you want to just talk about the just the defensive effort from both teams because not only was that Texas's lowest scoring, uh, low, low, uh, lowest, lowest score for this season, this was also K State's lowest point total as well. Uh, but what was previously uh, the lowest was against Iowa, where K State managed to put up sixty five points. K State put up sixty one. And on top of that, uh, K-State didn't necessarily have the the best, really the best shooting performance as well, especially when it comes to the, the when it comes to the three-point shooting, uh, for that matter as well, where K-State went 4-14. They were able to get two of them uh, from Jalen Glenn, uh, one from uh, Gregory and uh, Zion Walker, the third-quarter buzzer beater. Um, but this wasn't the best shooting effort from K-State as well, so... so it, it, while it was a little bit disappointing, where we where the where we did see too much showcase from the offense, besides Ayoka Lee, who scored twenty one points, came away with ten rebounds. This team just did just, did just enough to pull us off, and a lot of it was because of their defensive effort. Uh, it, it, it all really it was really just because of their defensive effort and 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 they were just not giving out like I mentioned they were digging deep it was going to be a physical talk fight Jeff Mitty knew it the team knew it and they were able to figure it out and all of a sudden I mean now now we're now we're looking at, at, at the we're pretty much on the summit of the Big 12 several key games coming up and I deeply hope TCU was not uh TCU was is not a trap game we'll see if K-State's ready to go for that because I mean, because it's sandwiched between the Texas game and then also the Kansas game. Uh, I believe this Saturday as well in in Bramwich. It, is it? I think it's a double hitter for men's for, for women's and men's basketball. But 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 the Cats do get KU on Saturday as well. So that's one little thing that it, that does concern me uh, is that TCU could be the uh, trap game, and we're seeing a better better performance this season from the Horn Frogs. Yes, we are. And honestly, I'm glad you brought that up because at like right, because it still has a potential to be a trap game, even though TCU started out this uh started out the conference play right, wanna say twenty-three in the country. They had a lot of transfers come in, they had a new coach come in, they were doing the damn thing, the non conference and the start, everything like that. But after I think um after their one of their best players, Sedona Prince, broke her finger, uh, I wanna say what, three games ago, perhaps. TCU has been on a four-game losing streak. If I'm looking at this correctly, they're one and four in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they're on they're on a four-game losing streak in the Big Twelve. Still not able to, I guess, find their footing after losing, you know, their one of their star players. Uh, so yeah, right this point in time, it, like at this point in time, it could be a trap game. But like I said, this this the the defense travels. The defense travels. I think we're deep enough to. Do something, and I also they then like K State. This K State remembers last year. I mean, they oh, remember yeah. going to Fort Worth and losing cool. a game they should not have lost against a team who was winless in the Big Twelve yeah. last year and lost that in Fort Worth. I think they remember that because, like, I'm not. I don't want to be mean to all. I don't want, but it was embarrassing. Like that, that was that was embarrassing. Not only did they not win a single game, oh no, single away game last season. He also lost to the worst team in the Big Twelve, and I think they remember that. I think they, I think they remember that. There, there is not a single game 
that this K-State women's basketball team went into where they was messing around and trying to find out. Not, there is not a single game. There is a plenty of opportunities in that non-conference where they are playing scrubs, and they ended up putting up triple digits on them. There is not a single game where I think they was going they was going to mess around and find out. It was getting a hundred percent effort from start into maybe third quarter if they were up by fifty. Okay, but but to get them up by fifty, they had to make sure they tighten up their shoelaces, make sure they put their sleeves on, whatever they got to do, roll them up, and to get to fighting. And then once that fight is over, then they can mess around, right? But I have not seen them mess around with any sort of team, and I don't think they're gonna start now with TCU. Couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, they they have proven so far uh, out of any team in the Big 12 that they are being most consistent on the offensive side, especially when you have the contributions of Ayoko Lee, Gabby Gregory, Serena Sandel, the Glenn Twins. And then on top of that, you, you have several key playmakers like like Sanchez and Zion Walker who are able to fill in their shoes. And and they're able to kind of kind of keep study, like kind of hold a beating pattern for that matter, and uh, for that matter as well. And then of course on the defensive side, Jasmine, you mentioned it. It was a battle of the top two defenses this past Saturday. Kate K State was able to get it done over Texas. They have shown their grit and determination on the defensive side as well. Uh, I think right now this is the most consistent team out, out of anybody in the Big Twelve and. You know, time will tell where, where things will be hitting into March because, you know, there's going to be several, I mean, there'll, there'll be several key aspects in terms of however teams will kind of fare the rest of the season, whether or not K-State will deal with several injury concerns down the road. So many things can happen, but uh, you really got to like where this team is at. Honestly, not, not even like, you got to love where this team is at. Because we should be in the top 10 right now. Uh, I, I don't know how many times I'm gonna, I'm going to have to random up the AP voters today, Jasmine. Uh, I mean, we might have to set an over under at some point, but uh, it's it's infuriating. It's infuriating. This team has just done they've done the damn work. Come on, there's AP nothing voters else that they want. Yeah, there's there's nothing more that they that they can do. They put everything they put in like you've put in front of them. They've done it. There is nothing else you can ask of them from this point in time right now for them to not be placed top 10. There truly, truly is it. They've done the work. They've done the deed. They've done what they had to do. They've handled their business. Now, AP, it's time to handle yours and do the right thing. That's all. Counting on you, AP. We're counting on you. Do the right thing. Y'all watched the games. Y'all read the stats. The eye test, they've passed with flying colors and then some. Do the right thing. But on that note, that's how I'm going in the show. By putting pressure foot on necks for the AP voters when the list comes out on Monday, we will be watching. I will be watching. John will be not, watching. Oh yeah, AP fan baseball. If not, then Ben, Ben, Jasmine, and I are going to do very unprecedented things. And then releasing the mob, getting the pitchforks, getting the torches, and we're going to politely suggest that you let you let you put them in there. But that's all. That's the I, I can't I can't get a, my point across any more than I already have. But with that note, you're going to have to catch us back next time on Running Back. Appreciate y'all for watching. Appreciate y'all for listening. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Go Cats. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU. 
K-State or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.